Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello everyone, happy Friday and welcome to the last Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast of the week. And we start looking back at Liverpool taking on Burnley in the Premier League. Now of course uh, regular listeners to the podcast will know that I always do this link with about 25 minutes left of that game. I can tell you now that uh, that's exactly how long's left and it's currently nil-nil. But I have a stinky feeling Liverpool will annoyingly nick it. Anyway, this is what happened, the reaction, the fallout. Call it what you like on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday at Thursday from 10pm on TalkSport. Liverpool FC is hard as hell. United Tottenham Arsenal. Watch my list and I will spell. Because they don't just play, but they can rap as well. Liverpool nil, Burnley won. Jurgen Klopp's team stunned by a late Burnley penalty and their title aspirations have firmly hit the rocks. And it's now over 400 minutes since Liverpool scored a Premier League goal. For Liverpool, one win against the bottom six sides in the Premier League is not championship form. Far from it. Plenty of soul-searching for Jurgen Klopp. Liverpool nil, Burnley won. Uh, you're listening to me, Andy Goldstein, Jason Cunningham on the Sports Bar on TalkSport. We're here till 5am taking your calls. <laughs> TalkSport have not asked us to do that. We've just said, oh yeah, we'll, we'll keep going as long as the call's coming in. Some jokes coming in as well, just some facts, I should a say. A mate of mine, an Evertonia, has just sent me the joke. He said, America's had two presidents since the last time Liverpool scored. <laughs> <laughs> you tried 90 times and scored only once. So that's not a number uh, you like, and but that's the, the reason for losing that game tonight. This was a game, now when I think about it it, it, it was really difficult to lose it, but we made it happen. So even that, we made it, even that happen, and that is is my fault. You win nothing in January, and for the people laughing now at Liverpool, there's a long way to go. Liverpool have had three magnificent seasons. Got to a Champions League final, got beat by Real Madrid. They put so much into that. The following season, they won the Champions League, finished one point by Man City. They put a huge amount into that season. Last season, they were outstanding. The standout team, head and shoulders, they put a huge amount into that team. And Liverpool's dreams of holding on to that title may just have been shattered somewhat by this scoreline if it stays this way. Liverpool nil, Burnley won. Klopp this season went out and bought Jota. Okay, he needed to freshen up. Shakiri is not of the level that Liverpool need. Origi is not of the Liverpool Liverpool need. And, and the, the three players up top, they have been, over that last three seasons I've just mentioned, those three have been a mainstay. Those three have been at it, full tilt. You can't keep doing that. They're jaded. They're not as sharp or as cutting edge. Liverpool last season would have found a way to get through. Mm. This season, they're flat. There's no way back. Jurgen Klopp has taken Liverpool 
as far as he can. He's taking them backwards now. He has got no plan B. He's selecting the wrong players from the start. And I think they should go for Allegri or Simeone. But I don't think that Jurgen Klopp will win any more trophies. He could be manager for another 10 years. They won't win any more trophies under Jurgen Klopp. On 80 minutes, Alisson connected with Ashley Barnes and Mike Dean awarded a penalty. Barnes converted. Liverpool nil, Burnley won. The madness of the story of the Premier League is we've just lost two, even with good performances. I have lost tonight. All of a sudden, that story is a massively different story. So that is the complexities of being in the Premier League. You know, the, the story changes with every result. So now you're suggesting that, you know, no one thought that. But trust me, if we lose tonight, and at these places you can lose, and you can lose, you know, you can lose two or three nil. If that happens, and everyone says, oh, there's a, there's a wobble at Burnley, they're in trouble. That's the complexities of the Premier League. I'm used to it. I don't really listen to the noise around us. And this Sunday, Liverpool take on Manchester United in the FA Cup fourth round. It's live on TalkSport in a 5pm kickoff. would you believe? Let's just hope it's not another nil-nil like it was the last time they met. Anyway, we've heard enough from Cloppy and his mob, so let's talk United with treble winner Dwight York, Adrian Durham, obviously Oli Murs on kickoff with Hugh Wisencroft. But first up, this is United manager Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, who of course is currently top of the Premier League. It's always the league position that's the measure of how far you've come. Anyone can have a good uh, and easy cup run. I'm not one of those. I never get an easy cup run. Uh, I'm never gonna never gonna watch a draw ever again because uh, we we always seem to pick out the the difficult opponents. Alison Becker denying Paul Pogba, who thought he'd scored. He was only seven eight yards out. Smashed it with the right boot. Alison Becker somehow read it. Palms it out for a corner. We didn't go out there to drop deep and uh, try to soak up the pressure. They had five midfielders out there to play out, plus a keeper who's very capable. You know, when you look back at it, I think it was a good game by by the two teams. So I was very pleased with the performance when I looked at it. Winning takes care of everything, and that's what he's doing. You don't always have to play pretty football to <clears throat> win the Premier League, uh, and United is it's certainly showing the, the grit last night. It wasn't a, a fantastic performance, but he's come away with the points. And I think that's got to be the key element in being successful. But over the course of a 38-game season, what you see from, say, Manchester City, what mm. you see from Liverpool, can Manchester United reach those standards, bearing in mind how I think average would be harsh in terms of describing their performance last night, but unconvincing is probably the word. What are you talking about? <laughs> Absolute nonsense on the radio. You are. <laughs> a bit of positivity, please. Man United, top of the league. Let's enjoy the moment. All right? Come on, we're in the mix. I am del- we're actually got I'm we're delighted. In the mix potentially to win the league. Let's enjoy it. Stop with the negativity. Come on. So, Wally, at this point in time, are you prepared to say you think Manchester United will win the league? Of course. I'm, I'm like everyone. Listen, we're in Manchester United. We are top of the league. And you know what? I'm enjoying every single second of it for how long it's going to last. Now, after Cristiano Ronaldo became the greatest goal scorer ever in the world, in the history of the world, in the universe, allegedly, Adrian Durham on Drive asked whether or not Cristiano Ronaldo was all that. Did he really say that? Did he? Did he really say that? Well, the answer is, of course, he's all that. He's an absolute genius. Ronaldo, not Darren. And Darren Goff even made this staggering claim that he always knew he'd be the best ever. He was quality from when he first came in. I I thought definitely... Hang on a second, hang on a second. 
Because, I mean, everything proves you wrong on that. 0304, he got six goals in 40 games. Even the next season didn't get into double figures. He was young. That's what I'm saying. When he first turned up at Man United, what, was So no- you're telling me there were no, but you didn't th- look, watch him play and think, oh, dear me, that's serious potential. What, that, there. He, that he was going to go on and do what he did. So what did you want him to do that first year? <laughs> what did you want him to do that first so, year? Go and score on, 40 goals. Let's hang on a second. So when, he, when he's scoring, no, that, that's what I'm saying. In six goals in 40 games, when he's falling over on the wing, when he's just doing step overs and there's no end product you genuinely thought he'd go on to be the top goal scorer in the world of all time well no you don't think that about anybody (laughs) do you in the first game when they're young you know they've got this artificial intelligence football scout they don't need it they should just get you I always thought he would be a fantastic footballer no chance he came back from the 06 World Cup a proper bully and he's done it again Cristiano he was then launched into the stratosphere. That's when he really... I mean, it took three seasons at United before he really got going, and we thought, hang on a minute. Now, you might remember in yesterday's episode, there was a lot of debate over Bernardo Silva's goal for Man City against Aston Villa, and whether or not it was offside. I totally agree with him. How a player can be standing no, in an offside position and then run back and tackle. I, I totally agree ignorance is not a defence. Well, that was me and Cundy on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports by Monday, Thursday from 10pm. Of course, obviously it was... I was right. The incident also led to Villa boss Dean Smith, Smudger, getting sent off and is subsequently been charged by the FA. Let's put this argument to bed, shall we, with some former referees, Q Keith Hackett, that's his full name, and Mark Housey Horsey. Did Tyrone Mings deliberately play that ball? I think, personally, I mean, I have sympathy for Dean Smith. You know, I think everybody in football would want to see that given as offside. I think in the Champions League, Europa League, yeah. every other league around the world, that would be given as offside. And I think the problem we have as well is, is with assistance, not flagging anymore. I think if that flag goes up, when Rodri gets involved, no questions are asked. I come from a foundation that this is a bad law. I mean, we've got a law whereby a toe can be deemed offside and then we've got a player who's come from 10 yards an offside position can play the ball and he's not offside Rodri seemingly from an offside position robbed Mings of possession played it through to Silva Silva's shot was excellent into the roof of the net because Tyrone Mings chest the ball actually deemed to have deliberately played the ball so in that situation the law says a player in an offside position receiving the ball from a player who has deliberately played the ball is not considered to have gained an advantage he is not offside it's going to be a problem for Dean Smith he's going to get a booking because Jonathan Moss the referee was walking over to the touchline then turned it that into a, a jog because obviously oh, he's going to get a red he certainly wasn't swearing so uh, there's nothing that can get sent I just asked the fourth official if they'd had juggling balls for Christmas. I would be asking John Moss this morning, why were you near the technical area? Why couldn't the fourth official manage the conflict? I'm not walking away from conflict. I'm actually saying that conflict exists when you get in someone's space. Therefore, let's stay away and stay out of his zone. But if you go into Dean Smith's space or any manager's space, they get really het up. In that situation, you're inflaming the conflict, but you're also giving a message to the public, look at me, I'm arrogant as a referee. Are the Chelsea players letting Frank Lampard down? Of course they are. And is Kai Havertz playing like an academy player? Of course he is. And apparently so, according to Jamie O'Hara. 
the pressure's been on this season because he's spent, you know, two hundred million pound, brought players in from, you know, from some of the best teams in Europe, and it hasn't quite worked. And I, I feel for him a little bit because the players obviously have to put the performances on the pitch at the end of the day, and they're not doing it. Timo Werner just doesn't look the player that he was at Leipzig. No, you know, he can't finish. His touches off. He doesn't look sharp. Havertz as, as well is coming. He's playing like an academy player, and you know, you're bringing in someone for sort of seventy million pounds. You're expecting things to happen straight away. So I feel for him a little bit or Brighton has sent the ball forward it might come through to James Madison inside the area he's onside and he strokes it past the stranded Mendy but at the end of the day it's Chelsea Football Club he knows the pressure's you know, he's been there, he's done it. He knows that his sin managers come and go. So he can't expect a different run just because he's Frank Lampard and he's a club legend. He has to get results. I think the next couple of weeks are huge for him. They can't take too many more defeats. The problem I've got is I look at the team and it's fantastic, but I don't I don't know even know if he he knows his best eleven. Now, do you want someone in the world of boxing to say that nothing will stop Anthony Joshua against Tyson Fury from happening? Well, you can. Here's the boxing promoter, Frank Warren, saying exactly that. I don't think any of us are concerned about it. You know, whatever happens, everybody wants the fight between uh, Tyson and Anthony Joshua, and that's what everybody concerns agenda is, and we would do all we got between us all to make sure that it happens, because that's the fight everybody wants to see, and... uh, Whatever the result of the arbitration, if and when we get some result, it'll be dealt with. But nothing's going to stop this fight now. All right, fans, here we go with a bout you've all been waiting for. We all thought by now we'd be having live events in the UK. You'd have asked us this four months ago. That was where everybody was heading. Mm. You know, 2021, it was all going to be all over, but it's not. In fact, it's looking worse. The fight, we want to get it on, and we're hoping it's going to get on being realistic sometime in May or June. Now, the trolley boss, Jamie Vermilio, has been speaking to TalkSport ahead of their FA Cup fourth-round tie with Wolves, live on TalkSport tonight, don't you know? He's also a head teacher as well, don't you know, times two. He's been telling James Savundra that his side will be harnessing the trolley spirit of 86 to try and get a result, or basically just try and win. I've been at the club for almost 20 years, and that is the game that's always talked about. They are the players that's always talked about. We have a reunion. They are the players that turn up. And if the, if the lads, you know, play to their capabilities and, and do the extraordinary and do get a result, then, then it will be these players that are talked about for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And that's what they've got to aim for. Wolves now Division 4 fell to non-league Chorley in a second replay around one. 3-0 was the score, but from utter despair came a new dawn. That game of 86 brings that extra bit of spice and mainly because... Those people are still here and we're fortunate enough to have people like Ken Wright, the chairman of our football club, was the manager on that day when they won. So for him, this is this is unbelievable for him to be reliving those sorts of memories that he, that he can only think about. And you are, of course, combining your role at Chorley with being a full-time head teacher. And you say during the day you're focusing on school. In the evening, you try and focus on the football. So... Take us through your evening. What sort of things will you be doing in, in the build-up to this game? So I've done a lot of the preparation and I've been watching Wolves every night for the for the last few nights, um, making quite a few notes on them. 10, 11 o'clock, I was looking at my notes and I was writing, just preparing to write a few more notes. I, it opened up on Farsley Celtic. You know, we had the formations out and players. So I had Tom Allen, left side, centre-half, six foot four, quite immobile, decent left foot, put a bit of pressure on him, caused some problems. And then I turned over. Silver, number 17, bought for £35 million. <laughs> I just started giggling to myself. 
and coverage of that game gets underway from 7pm tonight on TalkSport. And we finish again with my show, the best bits, the other best bits of Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. 483, who's that? Okay. Sean. Sean, hello, Sean. Off we go. Hello, mate. Not from much, so just going to tell you a quick story. Okay. Um, I was coming back from holiday in Wales with the wife and the sister-in-law, and as we were coming down this bit of a brow of an hill, the car broke down and pulled over. The sister-in-law said she needed the toilet, so I said, go to the back of the car. She did. I found the AA up. The, boy co- the fella come out, opened the bonnet, had a look at the engine, stooped down, dipped his hand in this, what he thought was water, tasted it, and said, I think your radiator's broke. I didn't have the art to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> it was wee-wee. It was, yes, indeed. Why is he, he tasting it anyway? Well, he thought it could have been oil. Yeah, we haven't tasted it. Sorry, how did it get well, there? That's what he, he did. He, 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 he stooped down, dabbed his finger in it and put it in his mouth. How, he how, said he got a water leak. Yeah, I understand how you taste things. How, why was it? Why? He didn't stick it in his ear. He <laughs> <laughs> put it in his mouth. Like, I'm, like, I'm sitting here going, how's he tasting it though? What part? Did he stick it up his nose? What? Oh, they put it in his no, mouth. He just, he just put, it, put it on the end of his tongue. Yeah, yeah, we understand yeah. the tasting scenario. Right. <laughs> just to make sure, not on the end of his earlobe. Here, taste that. No, in your mouth. Don't rub it over your head. That's nearly it from me on this podcast, but before I go, let me tell you about some live football. There's quite a lot of live football here, so if you've got shopping to do, maybe do it now and then come back to this. This could take days. Here we go. So, <gasps> deep breath in. From 7.45 tonight on TalkSport, you can hear live commentary of Trolley against Wolves. Then on Saturday, it's game day. Coverage begins at 11am at Southampton against Arsenal, of course, in the FA Cup. Fourth round at half past two, it's game day live with Adrian Durham at half past five. Come on, the Cheltenham. They take on Man City again in the FA Cup. It's live on TalkSport. Then on Sunday at noon, you can hear Luton. Come on, the Hatters. They're away at the bridge against Chelsea. Live on TalkSport 2. Half past two, you can hear Brentford against Leicester. These are all in the FA Cup, obviously. Uh, that one's back on TalkSport. And then at five o'clock, the big one, league leaders. Manchester United take on Liverpool. That one, by the way, gang, live and exclusive to TalkSport. Uh, that's it for another podcast. Thanks so much for listening on Acast, Spotify, or Apple Pods, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm back on Drive today at 4pm for Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show alongside Darren Bent. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.